And welcome, everyone, to the SiegeCast, the unofficial Rainbow Six Siege podcast. As always, I am your host, Ozone Product, joined alongside with my regular co-hosts, Rusty Tang Hola. and Darth Streisand. How we doing? All right, so yeah, this episode's going up pretty late because uh, anyone that else that's been living in New England might know we got hit with a massive snowstorm uh, over last mm-hmm. night, so kind of just delayed all of us meeting up and whatnot and being able to record and everything, but we're recording now, February 9th. Yep. At night, so this will be up uh, what you guys are listening to Friday morning. But uh, just to get right into it, it, w- it was a big weekend for Siege. Yes, yes it was. We, we had the Invitational. We had the overall end of Season 1. I would say that one of you owes the other a Coke, but everyone here at this table is currently drinking a Coke. Cheers. But uh, We're not paid to say that. It's a delicious drink. So yeah, we had the end of uh, Season 1, and then we finally had the beginning of Season 2, so we'll get all of, into all that in the moment. So uh, we'll just start the ground running with the Invitational. Two mm-hmm. incredible final games. Oh, yeah. For, uh, for the Xbox final, just the clean sweep of 10 and out. Elevate and Vitality. F- elevate 10 Odom. just completely Ooh. destroyed him. It made it look like Vitality didn't even belong there. But uh, on the converse side with PC, we had a tooth and nail game. Yes, back and that forth was between, close. Oh, what was it? Continuum and Era and Continuum. And uh, Continuum fought hard for that one. It looked like they could have lost it in the beginning. Yes, they but, did. Uh, no, it was impressive to watch. It's like we kind of got the best of both worlds for the games. We got a complete shutout and watched a team who plays really good do what they do best, and then we got to see two of the world's best PC players re- really show their skills and, and put them on display. So congrats to, to both those yeah, teams. Yeah, big congratulations to both teams. Yeah, it was a pleasure to watch, guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, it's sometimes a bummer a shutout could be. That that was an incredible watching match was the Xbox One final. Oh, yeah. Which uh, it's, it's like for final year for Pro League for them, too, because that, that was really it. Now they're getting bumped down only having Master League. That that was a hell of a way to go out. Especially just seeing a team that plays so well together. Again, not not to talk down on the losers, but when some someone executes, they get in, they have a strategy, and it works to the T. It's just, I mean, as someone who plays the game, just looking up to that yeah, is that's, fantastic. That's, that's what all the practice was leading up to. Something to strive for. So, you know, congratulations to both the teams, Continuum. And uh, holy shit, I'm blanking. I'm just keep brain farting because it's been a long day. Yeah, yeah, it has. This, uh, this snow has really gotten to us. Uh, but all right, so we, we, we had the invitational and everything, and on the third day... We finally got that unveiling of uh, Operation Velvet Show. And now we've had, uh, we've had about like three days with it now. Yeah, yeah just about. Just like about. Really three days with it. And, yeah, uh, enough exposure. So far, middling experience, I yeah. think, is what everyone can I would say agree. across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah. Nothing extremely game-changing yet that so could I, change. I guess but we can really just like, uh, well, let's start with talking about the operators first and everything with Mira and Jackal. And then we mm-hmm. can kind of get in with some of our likes and dislikes overall about the recent patch. But... uh Go- going into it, when we first played our first few games over on Tuesday when it came out, I found Jackal. So far, his gun's great. His, oh, yeah. His power, mm-hmm. very, very specific to utilize. Very situational. It's yeah, limited. very, it's very more, it's... more situational than I was expecting it to sure, be. Sure, sure. Yeah. Because I've been playing him a lot since Tuesday, and I'm finding myself very rarely ever like really getting to footsteps. Or like mm-hmm. it, it's like a lot of the roamers die before I can some games get happen it. too fast. Yeah. You, like we all play so efficiently with each other, it's like it's not just up to one person to get the roamers. No, not at all. And especially if you pop the peekers yeah. really quick, it's uh, the, really the only people you have to worry about are going to be the ones either looking out trying to get you at spawn, exactly. or you get one of us gets lucky enough to breach in a window that you know you catch them by surprise. Mm-hmm. I do and, hunt uh, caviera. The rounds that I've had with Jackal, I mean. By the time I've activated the power and legitimately attempted to use it, I'm already A, near the objective room, and B, over half of the enemy team is either dead or over half of our team is dead, and footprints should not be things that I should be focusing on at that Exactly. Point. Staying alive, um, yeah. Exactly. It comes down point. to just purely staying alive at that point, and it's like, I feel like if given him more time, he could potentially be... Uh, 
better used, like, mm-hmm. not, not even saying, like, uh, overtime, just as in, like, more time in the game. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in a ranked match, I could see him probably being yeah, a little bit be, more versatile because he be has more time to... see how the pro to... league reacts to him. As exactly. A it's a much more methodical approach rather than the, you know, the run That's and gun we tend to see. really see how to utilize him best. Then, he has then, potential. It's, it's, it's a good power. It th- is. And then on the flip side now, you have Mira, who feels totally fucking game-changing with oh my God. on the flip side. Oh, yeah. That power is versatile and, uh, the, all around. I found every game going into now, because naturally every game is going to have a Jackal and, and yeah, certainly a Mira on the, de- on the defense. But uh, I, I found every map now, it's totally changed the way we have to approach it because of the uh, added visibility that defenders now get with the usage of her. That's true. Oh, yeah. a- and she can put those, uh, the, I'm forgetting what they're called, the peepholes. She can put them through non-breachable walls. Yes, yeah, certain ones so, and everything like that. Say, so uh, I think in-house you can put one in the kitchen. Uh, you know, walls you couldn't shoot through, couldn't barricade, are now suddenly able to be opened mm-hmm. up and given visibility. So um, I guess watch out for that. And uh, if you are using her, make sure you take that into account because... It does, like you said, it does take, it really does change the way you have to approach certain maps if you have teams that are, you know, looking to catch you off guard. So it it, it's, it definitely has changed yeah. the game, you could say. And uh, I, I was worried at, with Mira at first because the vector looked so good when, right. they, when they were showing it mm-hmm. off in videos, but luckily it feels a lot more balanced than I think it originally looked because, yeah. Yeah. because of its insanely high fire rate and its short magazine. It's like you really got to make sure you're aiming. Like, I mean, one on the one hand, you don't have to rely on headshots with her, especially if you're going around corners. Good she point. has, I'm pretty sure, the fastest gun in the game for a main weapon. For fire rate, I believe, for fire yeah, rate, right. I, I believe, I believe right. it's the fastest. But it's also got the smallest magazine, second probably only to the UMP, mm-hmm. which also I think has 25 or 26 shots in its magazine. Yeah, I think it's 26. Sounds about right. So yeah. it's like if all of those shots are not center mass, it's very difficult to get that kill because you're just running out of bullets so quickly in the magazine. It's fantastic for taking out drones, though. Mm. Let me say. Oh, you just can... spraying all around the ground. You'll oh, actually yeah. hit something. Yeah. The so weapons, you get a good shot of that. The weapons grouping is insane. Just trying to cut through windows, just even doing the testing we did in custom games to mm. see how it actually reacts. Just the grouping will cut a, just a barricade in half. It's and very just vertical. Still leave it intact. Yeah, it's, it's very vertical, it feels but like it's, her, it's in place. It feels like her weapons are very much designed around a map and just like certain area control and everything like that. Sure. Like her power gives her windows. Her she gets a secondary uh, shotgun for a secondary, so she has even more breachability yeah, through yeah, walls she, and everything. She's not like made that. for roaming. She's no, made for she hunkering is down. slow yeah. as shit. Like One creating movement, three armor, creating those angles and really just giving as many angles as possible for the defenders to work against the attackers who may be yeah. trying to do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I know it feels like we're talking about Mira a lot more than Jackal, it's but just, uh, there's a like lot more to so say with her. Changing, though. She that is. was yeah. the thing. It's I like, feel like she had more of an impact. One, I, I felt she was always being played, whereas Jackal was being played probably a little bit more than half the time. But there yeah. were a lot of rounds where Jackal was not getting picked, but Mira was I've still had Mira getting every picked. single round. Yeah, and the one of the other big problems I just found with Jackal was that I was playing Caviera mm-hmm. a lot over the past couple of days, and. Uh, I've noticed, like, I've run into him when he's tracking me, and he's just staring at the ground at my footprints, trying to too closely follow him. You gotta know and how to balance it. Yeah, it's it looks like there's going to be a very fine line between how you balance his use and then how you actually hunt. Because I was able to interrogate him at that point, mm-hmm. because I got him down and no one else was around, because he decided to be an American hero, and, or Spanish hero, I guess, <laughs> and come after me. Spanish-American? What's that? <laughs> Spanish, was, wait, wasn't there a war? Yeah. It's fine. We'll get to that. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it just his power. It just it seems very limited in capacity. Where Mira's is like it's versatile for almost any map, any situation, yeah, that, that, yeah, and yeah. almost any. I think more importantly, any team, which yeah. is mm-hmm. I think the bigger point. Almost any play style yeah. Mira'll fit into really it well. It feels like she can fit any team composition, yeah. which is what you really want out of a new defender. It felt like defenders kind of had some power stacked against them. Aside, Caviera felt like an answer to that a little bit when they yeah. put her mm-hmm. in. Yeah, of course, give give the defenders a little bit more of an edge because all they really had was uh, peaking and everything like that. Which, again, is easy enough to counter.
counter if you're expecting but, uh, it. I mean, since since we just keep talking so good about Mira, there, there is, or at least there was, I don't know if they patched it out yet, but mm-hmm. at the time of the update being released, there mm-hmm. was a massive, massive game-breaking issue with Mira. With the, you you yeah. saw it. We, we ended up watching it. the video of it, yeah. Darth. Yeah. But uh, if anyone else has seen it, uh, Prodigo Pete put up the video of it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And uh, pretty much what an attacker can do is if they hit the bottom of the mirror, adjust the right spot. Dead center, pretty much on the yeah. opposite side of the air canister. Yeah, it's a, it's a super specific spot. But if the attacker gets it, it'll completely just somehow clip through the mirror and hit out the oxygen tank from the defender's side. So it's super simple for an attacker to just walk up and melee it and completely take out the mirror. So to sort it, of it, catch you off guard. It breaks Mira in a very significant way. I don't know if uh, Siege has addressed it yet. We oh, didn't, I, uh, I didn't on, test it today. On the no. subreddit, uh, it's Epi. Uh, the user on there, I believe, mm-hmm. is aware of it, and he said it was not intended. So if there has not been I a fix it to it yet... Intended. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so if, I mean, I'm sure it's an easy oversight as, yeah. far, as far as development goes, but, but they are aware of it. And again, yeah, I don't know if it's been hot-fixed out. I certainly haven't seen it when I've been playing, but I, I did see it and was aware of it, so... um. Just feel like it's a PSA. Just everyone be aware of that. And, yeah, uh, just uh, yeah. If you're gonna play Mira, definitely watch out for that. And if people are getting close, just know they they probably saw that trick and they're gonna attempt it. Mm-hmm. They've really got no other reason watch to be your right windows. up against your mirror. No, 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 no. It's it leaves you in way, way too much of an exposed mm-hmm. area because you're standing right in front of it. Exactly. So you could just take out the canister from the other side and immediately pop them, and they really have a limited space to run. Yeah, yeah. As far as you know, as far as the usability of this glitch, I mean, who knows? Because if if they're getting that close to your mirror, like you said, you you are going to see them if mm-hmm. you are watching it. But um, I guess just make sure you're keeping an eye on them. And and I was gonna say, any good even, defender should. And even Prodigo Pete uh, proved in that video, he was like, after enough time, it was pretty easy for him to just be able to run up and hit it in one oh, try. Yeah. So you, like, at, at the end of the day, if you get good enough at knowing how to do that bug, you don't have to sit at the mirror. You can literally just make a mad dash for it, hit it, and then run. And then yeah. just create the kill hole from wherever it needs to be. So, uh, and, then, uh, and then there was an interesting issue that we were running into oh, yes. when the thing came up. And uh, it was actually brought to us o- over email from a uh, PSN user Steel Switch, and uh, he just wanted to know our thoughts because w- I had it happen like my first day playing, and I don't uh-huh. know if it had to happen when we were playing Rusty. Uh, no, I, I don't think so because also I mean when we're on PlayStation Four, as we tend to, to be PC, playing the big group of like three to five people. Yeah, and so. also we're in a party chat, so mm. we really don't go into but, game uh, to hear that much. When I was playing solo queue, because I, I probably played solo queue for about three or four hours the first day it came out, just to get a feel for it, and there was an overwhelming amount of people either trying to vote kick if you picked Mirror or Jackal before them, or a hell of a lot of team killing, and. I did see it on the subreddit too. It 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 is it is it's a, like, a it's a recurrent issue. Look, that's just that's creating that's one of these parts of the toxic side of the community that only rears its head at the beginning of every season, yeah, right? Like clockwork. Wait, interestingly, I, I thought at the beginning of Red Crow, no one was really fighting to play Habana or Echo. We'd, yeah, we, I remember we didn't fight to actually have to play them when we, when no, we came into the update. No, not really with anyone. But, in, uh, like, but people, any of the I mean, it's nice to see that people were really stoked about Mira and Jackal. But at the end of the day, guys. And girls. Just get on your headset. Talk to the people that you're playing with. Because, like, what I ended up doing, I I played solo. I forget the name of the users that that I played with, but shout out to them for just being, you know, adults and really mature about the whole thing. I ended up finding some people after going through trials and tribulations of being team killed that we just talked to each other on the microphones and came up with a round-robin system of who was going to play the new operators. Oh, I'm going to play Mira this defensive round, so then you two can just go for it the next two rounds after that. And we were just rotating through it. And it was fine, and it was peachy, and everyone was happy because they got more than enough time with each character. Instead of just fucking team killing, or right when you pick it, just seeing the immediate vote to kick. I just, I, I have a tough time wrapping my head around that. Yeah, it just, it went 
just like two ways. If you don't have the season pass and you're attempting to vote kick someone because they're able to use them early, well, A, you could have paid for it yourself, so you can kindly fuck off. But if you do have the season pass, then just don't be a ball hog. Just yeah. if you, you use it the next don't round, give someone the opportunity to just use it the next round. If no one selects it, then go ahead. But otherwise, just don't hog it. Give like, it time. Go on to the chat. You should be playing with a microphone anyway. Because, yeah, exactly. Please tell me you have a mic and a headset for this game. I don't think we need to get that up now. No. That, <laughs> and then, I mean, after a while, it goes back to exactly what it was, where people will specifically pick those characters after, you know, everyone's had their fill, mm-hmm. and then they'll be used limitedly or just by certain people because they go back to their original operators. They'll be in the rotation, you know. I th- they're yeah. new, and everybody wants to try them. Look, we get that. We get that everyone wants to try the new operators, but... We're all, we're, we're, it's a team-based game that requires all of us to work together. We're all together, in so. this together. So, uh, you know, main message is please don't team kill people over yeah. the new operators. Be an adult and discuss it with them. And you more just, often than not, they will be more than happy to switch off with you. Yeah, more, more often than not, if you just plug in your mic and talk to them. Or if you're on PC, type to them and just be mature about it. Come on, people. Be a gentleman it's, and a scholar. Be the change you want to see in the community. <laughs> be the person that's, you know, the bigger human being and just be an adult about it. And if they're going to team kill you, well, then they're the child at the end of the day. Is that Nelson Mandela? Be the change you want to see in the world? Is that what he said? Uh, I feel like, like a lot of other people could have said that. It's, uh, I could have said it was Abraham the mes- Lincoln the message and I is still the same. have no idea. Yeah. Well, anyway. 100% of the quotes uh, you read Further in the Velvet Shell, let's talk about Coastline a little bit. Yep. We, I mean, we haven't played the map a crazy amount because naturally the new maps come up rarely in rotation whenever they're first put in. Mm-hmm. But we, we, we've played enough on it to get a sense in the map. It's uh, it's unforgiving. It, it is an unforgiving map. There's a lot of open open areas and whatnot. That cor- that uh, fucking courtroom in the middle is unforgiving oh, it's a as all box. fuck if you're not paying attention from literally 360 degrees looking around you. Yeah, stay because, out of the uh, middle unless you have really good situational awareness. Maybe you're hunting someone. I mean, it was or a just uh, book. It mm-hmm. was a piece of shit move on my part. But <laughs> I was playing Caviera. I jumped over one of the ledges, and it gives you access to the overhang yeah, right yeah, above yeah. one of the doorways. I laid down up there. I heard one of them run right beneath me, drop mm-hmm. down with my silent step, and then immediately just knifed and then interrogated, and yeah. it was over. And I, we had the position, but it's. It is an unforgiving kill box in the center, just matched by tight-knit corridors and then just really, really wide open space, which it's just, it's a punishing map, but it's just once learned, I have a feeling it's going to be really fun. I mean, one of the things I did like about it is it seems like all the starting areas make it near impossible for defenders to peek and kill you right at spawn. It's like you have a significant amount of space and cover before you get to any entrances to the building. So if you really do die before you even get in, on this map, as an attacker, that's on you at that yeah, point. Yeah, that defender earned it. That, that that comes from being just way too situationally unaware. Like mm-hmm. you got to you got to be approaching, watching doors at yeah. that point. On the they, same mode as anti-team killing, I have noticed a um, mm-hmm. bit of a sidebar. Some of the current maps, um, I guess some of the older maps, Hereford Base, uh, I believe, even think on Dostoevsky in the mm-hmm. alley. I feel like they have changed not much, but just slightly some of the scenery outside and the surroundings mm-hmm. to make it a little harder to peek. Because I mean, I'll peek. You know, <laughs> I do it if I, if I get those kills. It's a legitimate you know, strategy. The pros do it. Oh yeah, I do it. You know, I, but but um, I, I felt that I had a little bit less visibility, um, even on uh, you know, even on Bartlett U. So I I think they are taking a step to make it harder, not impossible, but but a little bit harder to peek, which I think for the health of the game is a good thing. Um, it is still possible to get the kills, but um. You know, it it does take a bit more skill than uh, mm. you have to really get the shot rather than just catching somebody off guard, which I think is a good thing. So, um, 
No, it'd be interesting to see if they actually did do any vision. I mean, if anyone knows, you know, link us to uh, any sort of patch notes or anything or any sort of... Yeah, we'd love to see it. Any sort of proof, because, yeah, that'd, that'd be really interesting to know if they did change the, the visual nature yeah. of certain maps, just to yeah. make it a little bit harder. Like I said, maybe a tree was moved a couple meters to the right. Um, maybe just even increase the foliage on yeah, the tree, just exactly. to make it give it more leaves, just to create more cover. Mm. But um, it, it, I, I did notice it on a couple of maps. So, um, you know, like I said, if it is, it's great, and... Um, but yeah, you know, I think Pikus are gonna have to work a little bit harder, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, back to coastline, I guess. But uh, I mean, <clears throat> I don't, I don't really have too much more to say about it. I'm just, uh, it, it's gonna be interesting now watching uh, year two and the the pro scene really adapt to it and seeing uh, the the concrete and basic strategies that people start running on this map. Because certain maps, yeah. there's just certain way you run certain objectives, especially when you're playing bombs, since that's all they play in pro league. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the, It'll teach us certain ways to approach certain rooms and knowing exactly where to look and where the high peak points are for certain players and everything. It's just going to come with playing it a ton like any other map. Like, we we hated fucking Border and all those new maps for the longest time. Yeah. Border's become one of my favorites now. And if you, uh, if Y'all the listeners have uh, <laughs> we'll see about heard our map <laughs> breakdown about which ones we like and dislike. Yeah, I haven't go download that two-part episode. It was a doozy. Or not the no, that, no, was, no. That, that was the operator. No, that was the operator. That was episode two, two. Yes, was that map breakdown? Mm-hmm. Episode two. Go download that if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, I bashed favela and border pretty hard, and yeah. uh, he did after starting to uh, just really kind of get into him with Caviera lately because she has uh, she has really kind of changed up the way I've played defense a lot. Built for those kind of um, maps. Yeah, those I'm starting to really love those maps just because I can hide behind a filing cabinet until the action starts and then come out and one of them's going to get it and I get an interrogation. Like I just started playing her recently and I have like 12 interrogations and that's over like a day of play just because I never played her before and now all of a sudden I've picked up with her and those maps became way more fun, which almost tells me maybe I was just playing them with the wrong people yeah maybe it's tough to say yeah mm-hmm. all right so uh i mean do we have anything else you guys really want to say about coastline operation velvet uh, shell in general i found that mira if you read in her bio has a really interesting rivalry oh yeah Ashford there was a little interesting t- that i saw was making that lit the subreddit a fire a little bit for people that didn't know who a certain operator that it references is. Is it Eliza Cohen? I yeah, believe yeah. is her name. Ash, yes. Ash's, Ash's Eliza name Cohen. is Eliza Cohen. For people so that think knows. Eliza Cohen may be like hinting at a new operator. No, no Eliza no. Cohen's already in the fucking game. Has she's, been she's since OG. the beginning. But I think, uh, I find that very interesting that they've decided, because I feel like in those bios, they don't really put in unnecessary shit. It kind of gives mm. you just a little bit of background into who they are, even a possible way that they just operate in mm. general. Um, How'd this guy end up bashing walls with a hammer with an assault rifle? You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, like even also for uh, Jackal's side, he's a chronic insomniac um, and he's susceptible to muscle weariness and all these other things. But it's like it's just it's a cool background thing. And to know that like this operator just has a solid rivalry with one, it's like maybe we'll even start to get a uh, side dialogue, almost kind of like Overwatch that kind of just yeah. hints at possible problems or things like that. Well, I mean, they already kind of started doing that with uh, last season's mid-season reinforcement when they first hinted at Mira, when they were explaining the whole, like, uh, oh, buff yeah. the Chanka. There was an actual, like, little blurb and story they wrote behind it, and they gave an animation of Mira, like, working on his turret and everything. Behind so the Lord it, Shield. It seems like, in a lot of ways, Ubisoft has taken some cues from Blizzard. 
in the way they're uh, they're expanding the overall mythos of their characters and everything. They realize people love the fact that it's a super diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's, rainbow it's men, it's women, it's from all different countries and ethnicities the and backgrounds. Essence of rainbow. I, I may be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I read too that Rainbow Six does the same thing that Overwatch does, and that its voice actors that play all its operators are of the nationality that they're playing. I'm, yeah, yeah, that's I pretty think, cool. I think I'm, I'm 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 pretty sure that's the case. So it's uh they're they get one they. It just seems like Ubisoft really gets it, yeah. and that's an yeah. awesome thing. It's rare that you really ever get that with a multiplayer game, and that's what makes the multiplayer game stick for a really long time. It's it's why League of Legends has been around as long as it has, and why the community really stuck around and built it up. Yeah. That's why Smite is starting to make its way. Yeah, that's that's why Smite, Smite is still here? here, and Smite really found its footing on console when oh, it came to fantastic. Xbox One first, and then PS4. Like it, it was always fun on PC, and it had an audience. But yeah, once yeah. it came to console, it it oh, exploded. It, it, it is the MOBA to play on console now, is oh, Smite so without a doubt. Fun. So, uh, it, it, and that comes in part from having a developer that listens to its community, respects, and gets the things that the people love about it. Mm-hmm. And we love just getting more background on the fucking operators mm-hmm. that we play. Uh, I think it goes without saying we Jackie love this game. Jackie Estrada, Pulse. Oh, my boy, Jackie T. Jackie What's Sledge's name? Seamus Cowden. Seamus Cowden. Hails from the Highlands of Scotland. Or uh, but, uh, my other boy, Mr. Sebastian Cote, Buck, know, otherwise known as know. Buck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's one, one of the many reasons we love this game. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for new operators and everything that they got planned for year two because I think, I think year two is going to be drastically different from year one because they, they even said that a little bit during the Invitational when they were uh, being me. interviewed. It's just that it seems like the powers are getting a little bit more specific in terms of what they do and for more specific situations. We even read that article mm-hmm. that, uh, what was it, the, the brand manager, the community manager over at Ubisoft yeah. pretty much said like that they intend to have like a minimum of 50 operators by the time Up they're done. Possibly 100? Yeah, and like, it's just like... Where That's can they go? My, yeah, how could you have that many operators? 80 in a year, I mean, man. I mean, we really looked at it, and 50 is not a gargantuan amount. There's already almost 30 in the game as is, and there will be a... There will because be, it's... There so will be about 30. another two or three it's, There will be now. about 30 by the end of the year, yeah, if not yeah. a little bit more than no, that. No, I think there's... Um, there's 30 right now. I think there's 15 per side right now. Yeah, so we have, we have exactly 30 in the game. Yeah, You're right. 30 so, operators. yeah, we'll have, like, what, 36? Yeah, 36 36 by the end of the year. So it's, like, another two years of doing the same type of... Support will yeah. give it I'm a minimum board. of 50. I'm on board. But then it's just like are. for 100, you'd have to literally do that, everything you just did again. Yeah, you'd have to come out with <laughs> the plus, base plus game another, and then another Plus more because the base game still came out with, well, the base game started 15. out with how many operators per side? Eight? Um, Eight per no, side? No, 12. No, 10, 12. 10. It was 10 two, per two side? Two per faction. There were five factions. Yeah, yeah, it was 10 per side. four on with not do math. So it's like you got to make up for all that too. So it's just like the only thing that says to me then is they're approaching this the same way that Riot or Valve approach their games like CSGO, Dota, League of Legends, all these things that aren't necessarily supposed to be pretty, but they focus on the competitive aspect of it and the esports nature of it. So they're only going to update it incrementally as much as the engine will really allow it, but we're probably never going to get a true sequel to Siege. That's what that says to me. Which I'm. It's just okay. I'm on board with it. it yeah, it works how it is now. And I, th- I think, honestly, you brought this up, Ozone Product, is that games that go forwards with. The idea of developers always having to be ready to produce the next sequel, the next year, the next mm-hmm. couple of years. The, 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 the current game always feels a bit lacking, at least towards the end of the season. So yeah. with this game, it's good to know that at least for the time being and the foreseeable future, the developers are going to have all of their attention on Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. That, that, is, that is a very, very And who's to say? Thing. I mean, uh, 
it's totally doable down the line that they could just do like a different Rainbow Six game, but still keep supporting Siege. Just go somewhere else with the brand. Siege yeah. could become its own entity that it can just keep funding the brand. Who, who's to say the sky's really the limit for the for the game at this point? They got they something even, solid on their hands, and I think they know it. They, yeah, exactly. They, it. they could go back to even more of like a Vegas type where it actually had a story and like a through line, right? But, or just like even different gameplay elements. It's just like, yeah. look, this is a different Rainbow Six. Siege is still its own thing. It's our competitive multiplayer one. It's essentially our MOBA, if you will. Yeah. But th- this is another game in the Rainbow Six brand and that's more in line with yeah something like uh something like Vegas where it's it was more based on like co-opness a little bit there there was mm-hmm. multiplayer elements online and they were really fun but, but generally Terrorist Hunt was a really AI. big hook and I think that's one of the reasons PVM, I think I that's one of the reasons it. why Terrorist Hunt only really still exists in yeah. Siege is because of how big of a hook it was from Rainbow Six 3 onward for a lot of us hardcore fans and yeah. old timers Back in but, my uh, day. It just it didn't really it doesn't feel like the fully fleshed out mode that it always did. It it really feels tacked on, and so uh, I'm hoping that they can address that later on and come up with some more samplings of us that like different options with our Rainbow Six gameplay. And more support means that we will be here talking about it until the end. Yes, we will. Uh, Going to keep doing this. All right, folks, moving forward. So uh, yeah, move. Uh, we got some questions from emails so that we can read through because yeah, sure. This episode's going to a good length. So, uh, I mean, this is another one that actually came from Steel Switch because I thought it was an interesting question to ask. Uh, if, if we were to switch any operator to the opposite side, who would it be and why? And <laughs> okay. I guess uh, we'll open the floor with Rusty Tank. Um, if I had to pick... A, hmm. I, uh, I honestly don't know. There's probably... Maybe Rook... But right, Rook would be an interesting one. Rook would be an interesting one, but even then, I uh, I would still probably go with Pulse first. As an attacker. Just, as an attacker. <laughs> interesting. Imagine having that heartbeat sensor on attack and just being able Game to see... Game would be broken. Exa- you want to talk about oh, anti-roam? Jackal would be unplayable. Yeah, Jackal would be pointless. Oh, j- <laughs> Jackal would In a game where become, someone like Pulse is an attacker. Yeah, they would just have to remove him from the game. I mean, hey, he has insomnia. Maybe, uh, maybe something happens. Yeah, right? Those trucker pills, <laughs> man. <laughs> But no, uh, I, I yeah, I think I definitely have to go with Pulse okay. for uh, a defender as an attack. Game breaking, be damned. Okay, um, all right. Uh, who, who would you pick? I think in the vein of realism, I think Glaz would be nice to have as a defender. Yeah. Um, just for me, if you're really trying to hunker down and hold a point, I mean, let's ignore the fact that why the defenders don't just blow up the bombs, why they defend them for some reason. I mean, it is a bomb, but uh, why they decide to defend them is beside the point. But I think. If you were to hunker down and try and protect a building, you would have a sniper. At least somewhere up high to try and right. keep the attackers at bay. I feel like a sniper wouldn't be somebody who moves in as much as he would be somebody that's hunkered down in the objective, trying to keep people out rather than trying to get people in, if that makes sense. So I, th- I think I think maybe we, we have seen all these little teasers with the bolt-action sniper. Maybe he'll be a defender. Maybe he'll be like almost the other yeah. side of the coin for Glaz. But I think, I think by and large, Glaz with a, with a sniper on the defending team would be... Would make more. Would make a little. Would make sense to me. I th- yeah, I think I think Glaz is defense. Something to be the the perfect counter yeah. to Glaz, which wouldn't even. Uh, which I don't. I don't think it would break the game too much. It would. Well, um, because I mean, I, I really thought about it since our last conversation. It's like oh, now yeah. that we have Jackal in the game, and he's kind of like the perfect counter to a uh, Caviar and everything. And now yeah, those yeah. two specifically can really have like this game of cat and mouse. <laughs> Who's to say that you just can't give a, a sniper to a defender now and have it be the perfect counter to Glaz? And now Glaz can have someone that can he can have, he can have a perfect game of cat and mouse with like so. Now now, when he opens up a window, knowing that it's a long hallway, he's got to be fucking ready now for another sniper down at the end of that hallway that's gotta, ready uh, for a glass. Enemy at the gate situation. Exactly. Right you got a major Koenig Vasily Sightsev thing <laughs> going on. 
Does that yeah, make us old? That movie came out in 2001. Does that make us old? Yeah, we're. Gonna, I don't even uh, know what our general demographic is age-wise for this yeah. show. But uh, <laughs> hey, we're. Uh, I guess <laughs> right in with your ages, just because I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Yeah, old yeah. is like the general, like the average. Are, are we the, are we the, the kids? Right are we the dinos? Yeah, Let yeah. us know. Uh, but what was it? Someone uh, I forgot what they said, but they said uh, in turn. Uh, Pulse and Caviera could have the most psychotic honeymoon ever. Yeah. Because they can just <laughs> hunt together. And um, honestly, I am pretty excited to try out that combo. It looks I, like a it, match it made in heaven. Oh, it yeah. Work. And uh, on it, the fact that we never thought of that before. Yeah, I never really is, got that uh, idea. Yeah. I, I mean, and considering how much I play both Pulse and Caviera, I never even thought, why doesn't someone else just run one of these and we just roam? And I mean, there, there, we saw a video, and this all came from a video of some dude who decided to give like a way to play all 20-something operators. In 20 minutes, we thought it might have been a joke, but no, the guy actually managed to cram yeah, 20 minutes, some just... pretty insightful, just over, over and out, oh, in and out. I wish I knew what that video operators. was. If I can yeah. find it again, I'll link it in next week's episode yeah, well, uh, when we'll I put it up. We'll yeah, we, uh, we, we want to give that Keep guy his credit. ball on this, man. You need yeah. credit a lot of people. <laughs> I need a notepad. I'll tell you what, I'm going to start carving it into my hand. But uh, yeah, it, it, but to get back to what I was saying, yeah, I think Laz would make a pretty good defender. Mm. But uh, and like you said, Rook. I mean, it, I think just giving people armor in general would be better for both sides. That that, that, that he would yeah. make sense on both sides. Yeah. yeah, I think Rook is really the only defender you could put on the attackers mm-hmm. and and not break the game in any significant way. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? I, I, I guess whew, hmm. if I could take anyone, the world is your oyster. I mean, if I could take, let me think of like attackers and more. Uh, I mean, really, th- this is just in my heart. I, I would take Valkyrie and Maker and Attacker, even though that would also oh, be game breaking. Just throwing cameras, just throwing into, cameras the into the rooms. And I mean, granted, if someone's watching a door, they're going to see immediately where that camera going, what wall it's going to stick to. But it can give you maybe like a s- five seconds or less to get a look on their location, even while they're shooting the camera. Maybe you. And it's like it's a less boom. mobile drone, so you have essentially like an extra less mobile drone and attacker. And also, it just makes it more in line with my original guess of like powers they were going to add into the game last year, and, and anything to make me feel a little bit more right Excuse at the end me, of the day. Bronchitis. I uh. I still think the ability to throw cameras in the room almost like a batarang wouldn't be a game breaking. Like you can just whip it <laughs> like a yeah. batarang. Yeah, you yeah. like it throws and it just <laughs> like sticks like, into the wall and it just I, I'm unaware of what a batarang is. Yeah. I just think it's a funny visual. <laughs> because I mean, you know, I, I'm not gonna say like throwing star or anything like that because that's that would be too stupid. It has to yeah, be a batarang. If you're throwing yeah. something, it better Batman's. be a batarang. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? what? How about next operator? Batman. Gotham City Knights. <laughs> no, Batman I, and Robin. I still know. I very honestly still stand by my idea that they should just put Sam Fisher into the game. <laughs> Dude, he would fit. He, he would, would fit. fit. He, he you would could fit totally find guy. a way to give him a power, and they already own him. Dude, for, the, for those who don't know, who don't know other like, like Siege fans would feel, I personally would be totally fucking okay with that. <laughs> just putting it, Sam Fisher into the game. Old school See, Tom Clancy. <laughs> I would, but only... If they get Michael Ironside to voice him again, because that thirty-year-old dude did not cut. That it was me. so bizarre because he was still playing the same. Yeah, he was, he was still playing the same guy, like almost sixty, yeah. and yet sounds thirty now. When Michael Ironside clearly sounds like fifty-plus-year-old Michael say, Ironside, you know, <laughs> Michael fucking Herbal Ironside. Tease, man, herbal tease. <laughs> but uh, soothe no, the larynx. No, put fucking Sam Fisher in the game. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I'd find that I'm, hysterical I'm and both that. probably very versatile. I'd, I'd play that. I'd His play ability, that. he can hang from ceilings. All right, so uh, I don't know if we I don't, we don't have any other questions really that came in this week that's super relevant. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to bring up? 
Well, I think that's really it. Um, I'm sure I'll have a lot more to say once we really see where the game goes. But once all the competition yeah. with the operators is over and once they really settle mm-hmm. into their position in the meta, you know, I think they're hot, they're new now, everybody wants to try them out. Um, but one, once the novelty wears off, I think I'll, it'll really be interesting to see where, uh, you know, where they land. You know, cause the, when the dust settles, so to say. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you know, and uh, again, just a side note about the community. Um, I know the Invitational and the free weekend probably brought a lot of attention to the game. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of new there players out there. There were a lot of people playing over the weekend. So, um, yeah, all of us veteran players are more than happy to teach you a thing or two. Uh, if, you're, if you're really unsure of how to do something, just plug in that headset and hop on the game chat. I guarantee 90% of the people you meet would love to show you Everyone how to Everyone started game. out crappy at the game. We, no matter I, what anyone tells did. you. Like, at best, you started out decent, but you were not good at the game the first few times that you played. Well, yeah. It's got a very different type of learning yeah. curve. So don't be so, discouraged. Ask questions. Don't be discouraged. The, the game has a great community. There's, there's a few bad apples, but, I mean, those are everywhere. And, uh, uh, yeah. Final note on my part, yeah. I... Uh, I do have a three-day weekend off from work for the first time in a while, so I'll probably be playing a lot of Siege. Um, I'll have Ozone Product put my tag in the bio. Yeah, yeah, all of our tags uh, I put in the show description oh, okay, now cool. overall so they can see how to type awesome. it. Yeah, feel free to you, add us. Yeah, feel if you want to add us, play with us, let us know. We'd absolutely love that. Um, PS4. Gives us more people to play with and communicate with, actually establish you know who some of our fans are in the community. Yeah. So uh, by all means. All right, and then uh, and then going forward because I I want a quicker way to communicate with people because the email is nice and everything I love getting it from everyone I need to type back to more people because it's just it gets to the point where I forget about it and it's yeah. the community's awesome once again thank you guys again it's fucking sweet that I get to wake up every day and see like a hundred plus downloads on an yeah. episode every day that we're doing this and the reviews we we love the people yeah now listening. on iTunes we it's got great. like a f- enough reviews where it reads as five stars like you guys have been awesomely receptive to this all and to, to the other people that also want to make content. Go for it. We 100% support it. and we love it. If you guys ever want to collaborate on anything, you have our email. Give us a contact and see if we can make any cool content. Questions, but, uh, ideas, let us yeah, know. Going forward, uh, we're going to be having a Twitter now, and you'll just be able to hopefully find us at the Siegecast or Siegecast. I'll, I'll post it with this episode when it's posted so you guys can see it in the show notes. But that way you can uh, put any sort of uh, questions, air your grievances, just say hi, what's up, put your gamer tags so we can play on a PSN, anything like that. So, right. you know, uh, as always, this has been another episode of the Siegecast. Uh, you can email us, or like I said, go to uh, our Twitter when it's up tomorrow, but email us at thesiegecast at gmail.com. We'll put the Twitter in the bio. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, in the, it'll be in the show notes. But uh, in, until next week, happy sieging. Happy, happy sieging. sieging.